0: Today we're reading Numbers chapter 7 to chapter 9. Chapter 7 Offerings of the Tribal Leaders Now when Moses has completed the erection of the tabernacle, he anointed and consecrated it with all its equipment, as well as the altar with all its equipment. After he anointed and consecrated them, an offering was made by the tribal leaders of Israel, who were the heads of the ancestral houses, and the same leaders of the tribes who supervised those enrolled. The offering they brought before the Lord consisted of six wagons for baggage and twelve oxen, that is, a wagon for every two tribal leaders and oxen for each. These they presented before the tabernacle. The Lord then said to Moses, Accept their offering, that these things may be put to use to maintain the tent of meaning. Assign them to the Levites, to each according to his duties. So Moses accepted the wagons and the oxen and assigned them to the Levites. He gave them two wagons and four oxen to the Gershonites, according to their duties, and four wagons and eight oxen to the Marites, according to their duties, under the supervision of ithmar a son of Aaron the priest. He gave none to the Kohathites because they were responsible for maintenance of the sacred objects that had to be carried on their shoulders. For the dedication of the altar also, the tribal leaders brought offerings when it was anointed. The leaders presented their offering before. Present his offering for the dedication of the altar. The one who presented his offering on the first day was Nahashan, the son of Amidab in the tribe of Judah. His offering consisted of one silver plate weighing 130 shekels and one silver basin weighing 70 shekels according to the sanctuary shekel, both filled with bran flour mixed with oil for a grain offering. One gold cup of 10 shekels weight filled with incense. 1 bull from the herd, 1 ram, and 1 yearling lamb for a burnt offering, 1 goat for a purification offering, and 2 bulls, 5 rams, 5 he-goats, and 5 yearling lambs for a communion sacrifice. This was the offering of Nahashan, the son of Amidah. On the second day, Netta and Leo the son of Zuar, the tribal leader of Issachar, made his offering. He presented his offering: one silver plate weighing 130 shekels and one silver basin weighing 70 shekels, according to the sanctuary shekel, both filled with grain flour mixed with oil, with the grain offering; one gold cup of 10 shekels weight filled with incense; one bull from the herd, one ram, one yearling lamb for a burnt offering, one goat for purification offering. Five rams, five he goats, and five yearly lambs for communion sacrifice. This was the offering of Natalia, the son of Zuar On the third With incense, one bull from the herd, one ram, one yearling lamb for a burnt offering, one goat for purification offering, and two bulls, five rams, five goats, and five yearling lambs for communion sacrifice. This was the offering of Eliab, the son of Helon. On the fourth day, it was the turn of the tribal leader of the Reubenites, Eliezer, son of Shuder. His offering consisted of one silver plate weighing 130 shekels, and one silver basin weighing 70 shekels according to a sanctuary shekel. Both filled with bran flour mixed with oil for a grain offering. One gold cup of ten shekels weight filled with incense, one bull from the herd, one ram, and one yearling lamb from the burnt offering. One goat for a purification offering, two bulls, five rams, five he goats, and five yearling lambs for a communion sacrifice. This was the offering of Eliezer, the son of Shadr. On the fifth day, it was the turn of the tribal leader of the Simonites, Shamuel, the son of or I? His offering consisted of one silver plate weighing 130 shekels and one silver basin weighing 70 shekels according to the sanctuary shekel, both filled with branches. shekels, and one silver basin, weighing seventy shekels of under a sanctuary shekel, both filled with bran flour mixed with oil for a grain offering. One gold cup of ten shekels weighed filled with incense, one bull from the herd, one ram, and one yearling lamb for a burnt offering. One goat for a purification offering, and two bulls, five rams, five goats, and five yearling males for communion sacrifice. This was the offering of Elisabeth, the son of Raim. On the seventh day, was the turn of the tribal leader of the from mites, Elishemo, the son of His offering consisted of one silver plate weighing 130 shekels, and one silver basin weighing seventy shekels according to his sanctuary shekel, both filled with brain flour with oil links, with oil for burnt offering, for grain offering. One gold cup of ten shekels weight, filled with incense, one bull from the herd, one ram, and one youth lamb. Offering and two bulls, five rams, five he goats, and five yearling lambs for communion and sacrifice. This was the offering of Elishamah, the son of Amahud. On the eighth day was the turn of the tribal leader of the Manassites, Gamaliel, the son of Pedeshur. His offering consisted of one silver plate weighing 130 shekels and one silver basin weighing 70 shekels according to sanctuary shekel, both filled with bran flour mixed with oil and a grain offering. One gold cup of 10 shekels weighed. One bull from the herd, one ram, and a yearling lamb for burnt offering; one goat for purification offering, and two bulls, five rams, five he goats, and five yearling lambs for human sacrifice. This was the offering of Gamaliel, the son of Pedasheh. On the ninth day was the turn of the tribal leader of the Benjaminites. Abedin, the son of Gidoni. His offering consisted of one silver plate weighing 130 shekels, one silver basin weighing 70 shekels according to sanctuary shekel, both filled with burned flour mixed with oil for a grain offering, one gold cup of 10 shekels weight filled with incense, one bull from the herd, one ram, and one yearling lamb for a burnt offering, one goat for purification offering, and two bulls, five rams, five he goats, Offering of Abedin, the son of Gidoni. On the tenth day was the turn of the tribal leader of the Danites, Ahizu, the son of Amishadi. His offering consisted of one silver plate weighing 130 shekels and one silver basin weighing seventy shekels according to a sanctuary shekel, both filled with bran flour mixed with oil for a grain offering. One gold cup of ten shekels weighed filled with incense, one bowl One goat for purification sacrifice, and two bulls, five rams, five he goats, and five yearling lambs for communion sacrifice. This was the offering of Ahisir, the son of Amashadi. On the eleventh day was the term of the tribal leader of the Asherites, Pagalil, the son of Otron. His offering consisted of one silver plate weighing 130 shekels, one silver basin weighing 70 shekels, according to sanctuary shekel both filled with bran flour mixed with oil for a grain offering, one gold cup of ten shekels weight filled with incense, one bull from the herd, one ram, and one yearling lamb for a burnt offering, one goat for a purification offering, and two bulls, five rams, five he-goats, and five yearling lambs for a sacrifice. This was the offering of Pagaliel the son of Otron. On the twelfth day was the term of the tribal leader of the Naphtalites, Ahir, the son of Ena. This offering consisted of one plate, one silver plate weighing 130 shekels, and one silver basin weighing 70 shekels, according to sanctuary shekel, both filled with bran flour mixed with oil for grain offering. One gold cup of 10 shekels weight filled with incense. One bull from the herd, one ram, and one yearling lamb for burnt offering. One goat for purification offering, and two bulls, five rams, five he goats, and five yearling lambs for communion sacrifice. This was the offering of a hero. These were the offerings for the dedication of the altar given by the tribal leaders of Israel on the occasion of its anointing. 12 silver plates, 12 silver basins, 12 gold cups, each silver plate weighing 130 shekels, each silver basin 70, so that all the silver of these vessels amounted to 2,400 shekels according to the sanctuary shekel. The 12 gold cups that were filled with incense weighed, uh, weighed 10 shekels apiece, According to sanctuary shekel, so that all the gold cups amounted to 120 shekels. The animals for burnt offering were in all 12 bulls, 12 rams, and 12 yearling lambs with their grain offerings. Those for the purification offerings were 12 goats. The animals for the communion like sacrifices were all 24 bulls, 60 rams, 60 he goats, and 60 yearling lambs. These then were the offerings of the dedication of the altar after it was anointed. The voice. When Moses entered the tent of meeting to speak with the God, with the Lord, he heard the voice addressing him from above the cover on the ark of the covenant, from between the two cherubim, and so it spoke to him. Chapter eight, the menorah. The Lord said to Moses, "Speak to Aaron and say, When you set up the menorah, lamps have seven lamps. Throw their light in front of the menorah." Aaron did so, setting up the menorah. Of the Levites. The Lord said to Moses, Take the Levites from among the Israelites and cleanse them. This is what you shall do with them to cleanse them. Sprinkle them with water of purification. Have them shave their whole bodies to wash their garments and so cleanse themselves. Then they shall take a bull from the herd along with its grain offering of bran flour mixed with oil. You shall take another bull from the herd for purification offering bringing the Levites before the tent of meeting, you shall assemble also the whole community of Israel. When you have brought the Levites before the Lord, the Israelites shall lay their hands upon them. Aaron shall then present the Levites before the Lord as an elevated offering before from the Israelites, that they may perform the service of the Lord. The Levites in turn shall lay their hands on the heads of the bulls, offering one as a purification offering, and the other as a burnt offering to the Lord, to make atonement for the Levites. Then you shall have the Levites stand before Aaron and his sons, and you shall present them as an elevated offering to the Lord. Thus you shall separate the Levites of the rest of the Israelites, and the Levites shall belong to me. Only then shall the Levites enter upon their service in the tent of meeting, when you have cleansed them and presented them as an elevated offering. For they among the Israelites are totally dedicated to me, and I have taken them for myself in place of everyone that opens the womb, the firstborn of all the Israelites. Indeed, all the firstborn among the Israelites, human being and beast alike, belong to me. I consecrated to them. I consecrated them to myself on the day I killed all the firstborn in the land of Egypt. But I have taken the, Isra- the Levites in place of all the firstborn Israelites, and from among the Israelites I have given Aaron and his sons all these Levites, who they are to be dedicated to perform the service of the Israelites in the Tent of Meeting and make atonement. So that no plague may strike upon the Israelites should they ever come too near to the sanctuary. This then is what Moses and Aaron and the whole community of Israelites did with respect to the Levites. The Israelites did exactly as the Lord commanded Moses concerning them. When the Levites had purified themselves and washed their garments, Aaron presented themselves as an elevated offering before the Lord and made atonement for them to cleanse them. Only then did they enter the service in the tent of meeting under the supervision of Aaron and his sons, exactly as the Lord commanded Moses concerning the Levites, so it was done with regard to them. Age limits for the Levitical service The Lord said to Moses, This is the rule for the Levites. Everyone twenty-five years or older shall more shall join the, join the personnel in the service of the tent of meeting, but everyone fifty up shall retire from the work and serve no more. They shall assist their fellow Levites in the tent of meeting and performing their duties, but they shall not do the work. This, then, is how you are to regulate the duties of the Levites. Chapter 9 The Second Passover The Lord said to Moses in the wilderness of Sinai, in the first month of the second year, following their departure from the land of Egypt, Tell the Israelites to celebrate the Passover as prescribed time. In the evening twilight of the fourteenth day of this month, you shall celebrate as prescribed by me, in accord with all the statutes and regulations. So Moses told the Israelites to celebrate the Passover, and they did celebrate the Passover on the fourteenth day of the first month during the evening twilight in the wilderness of Sinai. Just as the Lord commanded Moses, so the Israelites did. There were some, however, who were unclean because of a human corpse and could not celebrate the Passover that day. These men came up to Moses and Aaron that same day and said to them, Although we are unclean because of a human corpse, why should we, de- why should we be deprived of presenting the Lord's offering at his prescribed time along with the other servants? Moses said to them, Wait so that I can learn what the Lord will command in your regard. The Lord said to Moses, Speak to the Israelites. If any one of you or your descendants is unclean because of a human corpse or is absent on a journey, you may still celebrate the Lord's Passover, but you shall celebrate in the second month on the fourteenth day of that month during the evening twilight, eating with it unleavened bread and bitter herbs, and not leaving any of it over till morning, nor breaking any of its bones, but observing all the statutes of the Passover, However, anyone who is clean and not away on a journey, who yet fails to celebrate the Passover, shall be cut off from the people for not presenting the Lord's offering as prescribed time. That person shall bear the consequences of this sin. If an alien who lives among you would celebrate the Lord's Passover, it shall be celebrated according to statutes and regulations for the Passover. You shall have the same law for the resident alien as for the native of the land. The fiery Day when the tabernacle was erected, the cloud covered the tabernacle, the tent of the covenant. But from evening until morning, it took place of an appearance of fire over the tabernacle. It was always there. During the day, the cloud covered the tabernacle, and at the night, it appeared of fire. Whenever the cloud rose from the tent, the Israelites would break camp. Wherever the cloud settled, the Israelites would pitch camp. At the direction of the Lord, the Israelites broke camp, and at the Lord's direction, they pitched camp. As long as the cloud stayed over the tabernacle, they remained in camp. Even when the cloud lingered many days over the tabernacle, the Israelites kept the charge of the Lord and would not move on. Yet if if it happened, the cloud was over the tabernacle only for a few days. In the direction of the Lord, they stayed in the camp. In the Lord's direction, they broke camp. If it happened, the cloud remained there only from evening until morning. Whether the cloud lifted during the day or at night, they would then break camp. Whether the cloud lingered over the tabernacle for two days or for a month or longer, the Israelites remained in camp and did not break camp. When it was lifted, they broke camp. At the direction of the Lord, they pitched camp, and at the Lord's direction, they broke camp. They kept the charges of the Lord as the Lord directed them through Moses. Lord, the Lord.